If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today, I am covering the topic of was I asking for too much, which is a very common question that I see in the Facebook group that I get in comments, in DMs. And it stems from the fact that you believe that your breakup was caused, that you were the cause of the breakup because you asked your partner for too much or you asked for something that was like completely out of the question. So basically like you have the belief that you were too needy, you asked for too much, and that's the reason why you had to go through a breakup. So I just really wanted to cover this topic because It's not only something that I dealt with a lot in relationships throughout my life, but I dealt with this in friendships, honestly, just in like my day-to-day interactions with other human beings. I even remember probably four or five years ago, I still had this fear of of asking for, for what I needed. And the therapist I was working with at the time gave me the assignment to literally like at restaurants, ask for extra napkins, ask for an extra fork, just to practice asking for things because I I was so afraid to seem needy and be too big or be a burden. So it's been something that has been really a lifelong journey for me. And as with a lot of things, like I just know the depths of the pain that you are experiencing as you're going through a breakup and the fear or the pain of feeling like you were too needy or asking for too much uh, is not an extra burden that you need to bear. So that's why I really just want to clear this topic up in the episode today. So what are some ways that you might feel like you were asking for too much? I mean, obviously, there's so many different reasons that I've heard in messages, but I will say the most common thing that I hear from people is they believe that asking their partner about the future is the thing that 
ends the relationship and makes them feel like they were too needy or put too much pressure. That's the big thing. I put too much pressure on them. I should have just let it be. Um, But at the end of the day, (laughs) at the end of the day, you have every right to ask those kinds of questions. And that's honestly going to be the theme of this episode is that I would guess 99.9% of you were not asking for too much. You were asking very valid things. You were just asking the wrong person. Honestly, that's what it comes down to. You weren't asking for too much. You were just asking the wrong person. That's like one of my favorite quotes that I've ever posted on the page because it really rings true and hits a lot of people really hard. So let's first start off by some examples of things that are 1000% valid to ask your partner for that do not qualify you as needy. Loyalty or like fidelity, uh, you have every right to ask your partner not to see other people or not to have sex with other people or uh, not to text other people. Like, I mean, we don't want to get too crazy here, but like texting other people in a flirtatious way, you're allowed to ask them not to do that. So you are allowed to ask for loyalty and faithfulness in your relationship. You're allowed to ask for exclusivity in your relationship. You're allowed to say, I'm not seeing other people. Are you seeing other people? Are we exclusive? I would like to be exclusive with you. You are allowed to ask that question. You are allowed to ask for a title or what like DTR, define the relationship. You're allowed to ask, what are we? What are we doing? Are we dating? Are we in like a committed relationship? Where is this going? I love to call these conversations like temperature checks. You're allowed to ask for a temperature check of the relationship. Hey, uh, just wanted to touch base. Like, how do you feel like the relationship's going? Where do you see this relationship going? You're allowed to ask those kinds of questions. You're allowed to ask for communication. Um, Everything I'm talking about here obviously has a scale when we talk about communication. Yeah, you probably shouldn't ask your partner to text you back or to text you every hour or there are obviously some requests that are out of the norm, but you are allowed to ask for quality conversations with your partner. You're allowed to ask for quality time with your partner. And again, it's not like, hey, you need to spend three hours with me every night, like just you looking into my eyes. But you can say, you know, if work's been crazy, hey, can we spend a Saturday together or can we do like a weekend trip together? All of those things are valid. And I know that when any of those requests were maybe the thing that triggered your breakup conversation, it can be easy to twist it into thinking like, oh my gosh, if only I hadn't asked for more quality time, then maybe they wouldn't have said, oh, I just don't have the time to be in a relationship right now. Or maybe you think, if only I hadn't asked to define the relationship, then they wouldn't have said they're not ready for a relationship and they wouldn't have ended it. So I'll get into why that logic honestly just doesn't make sense. But 
I'd say if you are feeling confused about whether or not you are asking for too much because our perception can get really twisted when we're going through a breakup, I would really advise you to go to a very close and trusted friend of yours and just say, hey, I'm feeling a little confused on whether or not the things that I asked for in my relationship were normal or valid things that I should ask for. I would really appreciate if you could help me, you know, kind of get back in touch with the reality of the situation. I would love some reassurance and I would just love if you could give me your feedback. I think that's a great way to, you know, kind of escape your negative thought pattern that you may have fallen into around this. So friends are a great way to get that much needed reality check that you sometimes need in order to snap you back into the truth. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in a 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So when it comes to the fact of, if only I hadn't done this, then we would still be together. That statement may or may not be true. Like, sure, if you never ask to define the relationship or ask where the relationship's going, you might stay in that relationship for a really long time. The problem with that is, 
essentially all you're doing by not asking for your needs is you're kicking the can down the road. You're just delaying the inevitable. So unless you're fully confident that you would have been okay without that need ever being met, then maybe that statement's true. But that's not the case. You don't ask for things that aren't actually important to you. So if we're talking about defining the relationship, you probably are someone that wants to be in a committed relationship. Maybe you want to get married. Maybe you want to have children. Maybe not, but it's typical that you're not going to ask to define the relationship unless you want a committed relationship. So by not asking, I get it. In your mind, you're thinking that you're just you're going to wait until they don't feel pressured and then you'll ask and then it'll be all all good they'll totally change their mind but that's not the case so by you not asking what you're going to delay it months a year multiple years and this is how people end up in relationships for like 10 years And they don't ultimately get the level of commitment that they want, whether they don't get married, because at some point they made the decision to not really ask, and then they found themselves kind of stuck. And that goes for the same thing with communication, quality time, whatever that thing you're thinking you were asking for too much for is, if you had not asked for it, you would have just kicked the can down the road. If you aren't happy with the communication in the relationship, you have to ask for it because if not, you're just going to get more and more miserable. You're going to get resentful and it's not going to make for a really happy relationship, honestly, for either one of you because you're not, neither of you are truly telling the truth or truly satisfied. So like I said, I, I don't really ever see this being the case, but unless you're okay with letting that go for forever, then no, you definitely needed to bring it up. And, you know, for those of you that maybe weren't in like a super long-term relationship or a long-term marriage, what you'll realize is when you're in a really long-term relationship, the things that were bothering you in the beginning, they don't just, I I can promise you they don't just go away. It's something that has to be talked about. It's something that has to be worked through. So you are serving, you would not have been serving yourself and you also wouldn't have been serving the other person by not asking and just keeping your mouth shut. What you're also doing by not expressing your needs is I believe that you're lowering, again, like your self-esteem and your self-worth because by not expressing your needs, you're telling yourself that you're not worthy of needs. Uh, Your needs don't matter. And so you're, and the less you pay attention to your own needs, the more you will just morph into the people that are around you. And that's not a position that you want to find yourself in anyways at all. So you have to remember, like, it's okay to have needs. And you also have to remember that we all have different needs. So the fact that communication is really important to you, then you need to find a partner who equally values communication. You don't need to find a partner that matches 
every single desire that you've ever thought about in a relationship, but it is key to identify what are my really basic needs in relationships. And it's incredibly important to express those needs in relationships to make sure that they're going to be met. And I think sometimes what people find is they'll say, well, this person was amazing in so many different ways, but they couldn't fulfill this need. If this need that they couldn't fulfill is extremely important to you, I don't care how great of a person they are, because if that's a vital need of yours in relationships, it's a vital need of yours in relationships and it needs to be fulfilled. Otherwise, you're not going to be happy and it's not going to work out. (laughs) So it's not only okay to have needs, it's human to have needs, it's empowering to have needs. The more clear you are about your needs, I believe the more likely you are to get them and the more likely you are to have the self-esteem that comes along with it. Like when I walk into a situation and I know what I need and I ask for what I need, I feel so freaking confident in myself whether, you know, versus if I walk into something and I don't ask for, you know, food when I'm hungry. I don't ask for a hug if I need one. I don't ask for, you know, a certain thing to be signed in like a work type situation. So there's a lot of empowerment. And, you know, I'm always asked, like, how do you build self-esteem after a breakup? This is a great way is to realize that you were not asking for too much at all. Um, It's just more of a thing of getting comfortable with what those needs are. The last thing that I will say on this is if your breakup happened because you asked for your needs to be met and they could not be met, I know it's so incredibly painful, but it's the universe giving you a big flashing sign that this is obviously not the person you're supposed to be with. If you are, again, asking for like basic relationship needs and they can't be met, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you're needy. It doesn't mean that you're too much. Literally, all it means is that you are the package at the wrong address. Like you just, it's not your person It's time to move on. And that's why it's so important to ask for your needs in relationships because you would obviously way rather that happen in the beginning of a relationship versus months or even years down the road. So it's honestly like a very, in the long run, it's a positive thing. It's unfortunate that the person that you fell for couldn't be that person for you. But all they're doing is allowing you to move on to find the person that can fulfill those needs. So short episode today. I hope you guys all know that your needs are valid. You are worthy of having needs and you're allowed to take up space. You are allowed to take up space. You're allowed to have needs. You are worthy of having needs. So I will see you guys back here next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. 
And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.